Hello, and welcome to episode 38 of Force Time. My name is Travis, and today I have a very special guest with me, Vera from Bound to Be Epic. Vera, welcome to the show. Thank you. So glad to be here, Travis. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited that you're here. Vera is an artist, designer, and creator out of Atlanta, Georgia, who owns Bound to Be Epic by Verations a shop that specializes in items such as t-shirts, bandanas, stickers, and so much more in the Star Wars fandom, and recently a little bit more diving into some other fandoms as well. So Vera, I'm so, so excited. I followed you for a while now. I'm so glad I found you on Instagram. Uh, You make the coolest stuff, and I'm just really excited to kind of hear your story, a little bit about your inspirations for your shop, and just very excited to have you on the show. So let's let's get right into it. So we're going to start kind of on the fandom side of things. And then we're going to transition after that into your shop and when you started it and what inspired you. But the first question I normally ask all my guests is, what is your Star Wars story? So when when did your fandom begin? What got you into it? What was your first love with Star Wars? Awesome. So uh, that that's always a, a deep dive there. It's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> um, Star Wars story. So I am of the generation that grew up with Star Wars on VHS tape. Um, 80, 80s baby, born in 85. So when I was growing up, that my dad loved Star Wars. And my older brother is a few years, four years older. They would just watch it. And so we'd be on TV. And then eventually I came of age where I was more aware of what was going on. So my first recollection of Star Wars is Ewoks. <laughs> Return of the Jedi, these teddy bear looking things. I'm like, what is that? Okay, this is cool. Okay. And watching it. So I eventually, as dad played more of it and my brother would play more, I would be more attentive to it. And so that was definitely my like introduction into Star Wars. And as I got older, I kind of took over as far as like, I want to watch and understand it more because I got past the Ewoks phase that was short lived. Um, <laughs> and it was more into the exploration and the space and the, the galaxy that, that this, this beyond that something I had never really seen before. So I got more excited about that. And of course, when the prequels came out, I was, uh, in, um, middle school. And at that age, it was just like more Star Wars. Couldn't believe it. Uh, my dad took us to the theater to watch the original trilogy in, in the theaters. Cause listen, to my dad talk about when he first saw it, uh, he saw new hope in theaters in Savannah, Georgia. He was in the military and, and his like reenactment of it is always like, what? You know, it's that, that dream of seeing it in the theater. So I got to see the original uh, trilogy in the theater, saw the prequels, and it was just like continued from there. So started with the movies. And of course, as I got older, I read a bit more of some of the comic series and uh, even, you know, the sequels now, the animated series, both Clone Wars, Rebels. It was just like, I just want to be in it. And so I have to say there was a kind of a, not a down part, but I was just kind of into Marvel with the whole MCU going crazy. And Batu was announced. And I was like, oh my gosh, what do you mean? They built Star Wars land? So I got really excited about that and eventually went for my birthday last year. So the top of 2020 before the the dark times. Yeah. yeah. 
I went to Batu and it just, it was another experience. Galaxy's Edge, I mean, it just took it to new levels. And that idea of being immersed and being in Star Wars now really has kind of like taken it up to new levels. So uh, that's kind of a good like overarching of my Star Wars story from like a high level. Answers. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That's a that's a, a lot very similar to me. I'm also an '80s baby and kind of a, a similar path. And uh, I'm glad you brought up Batu because I I also went last December. So I got we went my family we went just in time also. Yeah, and it was just it was just so cool. I you know we had been planning it for like a year, and I don't think I grasped how cool it would be like actually walking in. Like I knew what I was mm-hmm. going to do, but walking into it, you know, doing the lightsaber droid, seeing the characters yeah. was just, was just so cool. Do you have a, what's your favorite part of Batu? Oh man. Wow. Um, yeah, I know that's a tough I, one. I'll, I'll break it. I'll break it down into things. Cause the experience it's, it's just breathtaking. So I definitely cried, you know, seeing the millennium Falcon. Falcon and when we walked in, I guess I went to Batu East and did the early rise thing so we get our rise of resistance. That was amazing. Uh but walking in and ushering us in and the sun is literally rising and you walk in and you just it's just you're just taking it in. And then you come around that bend and it's it's just there. And to see something that you've just only like seen on screen and you know you have your idea of it but to see something like there (laughs) it's still like it's it's breathtaking um i did the same i did i made my own lightsaber i made a couple of droids but i i would have to say the millennium falcon just you know and it's, it's not even smuggler's run it's the fact that you could just stand there and look at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's just there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That alone would have been, I think enough. I mean, if I, I, everything else was so much too, but it was there. So I, that would probably have to be my, my favorite part. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. I can, I just can't wait until everything's a little bit safer and, and everything to go back. Cause right when we left, I was already like, okay, we have to come back. Yeah. Like, we have to come back. I was back. the same. I had, like my friends and I went and it was kind of like a birthday trip and three, uh, two of my other good friends and our birthdays kind of flanked each other in this time span. And as soon as we left, we were like, okay, well, April, we can come back to Batu East. Uh, at the time my work was, I had two trips out to LA. So I was like, well, I'm out there. Might as well go. Yeah. So it was like celebration. I was like, well, we're out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was, I had this whole, like I was 2020s plan. Yep. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I was to go to Batu at least five times, split between East and West, and that was nipped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it was like as soon as I left, it was like, I got to get back. Yeah. I, I want to come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, let's, okay. So let's, let's switch gears a little bit. So, uh, getting into your Star Wars fandom, and this is always a, it's it's gotten less tough for me to answer this question because I have a pretty clear favorite right now. But what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Return of the Jedi. Yeah, see, it wasn't hard for you at all. No, and it, it's one of those things where you, I kind of go back and forth between, you know, as you get older. For me, uh, Empire is the most beautiful 
Star Wars movie. It's it's like it's so gorgeous. And as a designer, I see so much more and I take in so much more. But every time I watch Jedi, it like it just hits different for me uh, as far as like the moments. Yeah, it just it's it's that there's so much to it. Um, I know Celebration this year, they did uh, this really cool uh, notebook series where they had like the VHS cover notebooks. And I got the uh, Return of the Jedi one. Because I was like, that I remember taking the tape out of the sleeve and that artwork, the front and back, putting the tape in. Like, is that's where it it just takes over. And uh, as a movie, the whole experience of it. So definitely Return of the Jedi. Love that. That's a, that's a very good answer. And that was when I was, especially when I was a kid, that was, I was the same way with the Ewoks. Like I just, I loved, I loved the Ewoks. They were my thing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even it like, even at that time, that was, we had no idea that we would get so much more. So that was like the, the wrap up, the celebration, yubbing up forever. I'm yeah. yubbing up forever. Yeah, me too. I, I have that on lock so I can listen to the OGs. <laughs> <laughs> when I need to, um, but yeah, so it it just hits so different. So then, when when the universe and everything expanded, and you're like, oh, you're gonna get more. It's like, whoa! But that's my babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, who is your favorite Star Wars character? Ah, uh, so that one it it's it's evolved over time. At this moment in my life, it's Ahsoka Tano. And I think it's going to be her for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the more and more I've like just watched her in season seven of Clone Wars last year and the Jedi episode of Mandalorian, it, you know, it just, it, it, it ignited that feel and her vibe and her story so much more. And I've watched Clone Wars, I don't know how many more times now. Yeah. <laughs> now that Disney Plus is here, it's just like, oh, I can put it on. Yeah. So she, just what she is and what she stands for, who she is, everything about it. I, I just, she's my fave. Definitely. I'm, and I'm so glad we're seeing more of her and you're right. Season seven. Oh, geez. Um, I mean, that was the, that was the Ahsoka show. And I was so happy that it, yes. that it was. And it just did so much for, you know, cause there was when Clone Wars ended, it was like, wait, that can't be the last that we see of Ahsoka. You yeah, know, it's like, that can't be it. It can't be. And then even like her, her parts in Rebels, what they did so good to, you know, inter- put her back in and introduce her. And then that drop again, it's like, I need to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Where is she? And then, you know, just what she represents, her connectivity to everyone throughout the timeline as we know it. And now even more so, it's like, oh, my gosh, she and Luke are alive at the same time. Yeah. I need, I need the gap. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, you know, even more, that's where it's like, oh, my goodness. And, and her, her book was so wonderful as well. So, yeah, she's just – she's powerful, man. She really is. Ahsoka definitely – definitely holds a special place in in our heart my my daughter has cosplayed as ahsoka and we got a picture with ashley Eckstein, and like oh. that's that's that was kind of the first character that that she latched onto. and mm-hmm. i i had already had a great relationship with ahsoka like i loved ahsoka already and then seeing her watch it and like yeah so ahsoka is definitely um definitely holds a special special place for me as well and then i guess that might answer one of my other questions which is what new star wars project 
are you most excited for? So we had 10 or so, however many announced in December. Uh, no. And, uh, and overfloweth. <laughs> yeah. What a time. Yep. So it, it would be obvious, of course, Ahsoka's kind of the foregone, but I have to say Kenobi. Yeah. Like there's, you know, there's so much there and so much, like the same with Ahsoka, to be answered and, and, Kenobi's line and his influence, like he's so he's so epic. Like yeah. <laughs> as you think about it, it's like everything. Like Obi Wan's the first person to tell you about the Force, yeah. the weight of that, you know. Um, and Ewan McGregor coming back, Hayden as well, and uh, just reliving that time again. Like I think it's going to be so in depth and so well done. I mean, what we've got from the Mandalorian and seeing how the, how they're taking care of the story right now um, in this format. I'm, I'm extremely excited about that. Uh, and then I have another one too, because the acolyte is something where I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued. Yeah. I, I can't even like guess what's going to happen, but uh, you know, that idea of balance, you got to have light, dark, dark, I'm always intrigued to, to understand, like not even understand, but just to get the vibe of what the dark side is going through. Yeah, because we always, you know, it's often told through the light. But what is the dark side's appeal other than you know the passion, power, and all that? Is there's something you know more there? So I, I, I'm intrigued, and I have no guesses of what it can be. So <laughs> that's what I'm excited for. Is as far as like. Just give it to me. I'll, yeah. I'll take what you're giving on that one. Yeah, for sure. It's it could could be so many things, and like it, you, they say, it's going to be you know, and more towards the end of the High Republic, and so it's going to be our first mm-hmm. first like look at that. Of course, we have all the novels and everything and comics right now, mm-hmm. but having that first live action look and yeah, it's just, I, I just, it's going to be super different. I think that anything we've seen and I, I'm extremely into that as well. And yeah, it's so hard to pick. There's so, I mean, it's all going to be, I'm just, yeah, I'm ready for it. And you know, I'm ready. We're, we have this, this gap right now where we're in between the Mandalorian and the bad batch. And mm-hmm. it's like, Oh my God, like can't May 4th just already be here so we can get the Bad Batch. But we're just so we're so spoiled right now because here in the next couple of years, it's going to be like thing after thing after thing. And so oh, just got to step back and take a breath. <laughs> that's that, And that's been the crazy thing. It's like, especially how Mandalorian finished the weight of it. It's like, we need the breath. But at the same time, it's like, I want more. Yeah. I didn't announce everything. <laughs> yeah. And we see it. It's like, it's almost disbelief. So yeah, I think this breather, it's it's strategic for, you know, business reasons, Disney Plus, Marvel, that connection. But the way we're about to get hit with things, yeah. uh, it's going to be like, you want, you you had a breather and now you're in it. So I don't want to hear anything. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> just, just let it wash over you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's going to be here. We're going to blink and, and May 4th is going to happen. And then we're going to have Absolutely. Kenobi and we're going to have Book of Boba Fett, all this stuff. It's coming coming quick. So, um, and Andor. I mean, yeah. That, I, oh, that's coming like right after Batch. Yeah. Online. So that's, that's, uh, and release time. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's going to hit us. It's going to hit us for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what is outside of the movies? Uh, what is your favorite piece of Star Wars content? Clone Wars. Um, And it, it, the thing that's coming up on it is I've been really into the high Republic 
right now as well. So I've given, I usually have Clone Wars like playing in the background when I'm working on stuff. So it's just like on, it's always on as an arc on or, you know, something, but I really like the High Republic. I'm about to start my second read just because it was like that good. And I want to make sure I haven't missed anything. So Clone Wars from uh, a media standpoint, as far as television and I'd have to say the high Republic from uh, the books and, and just being intrigued about a new world and new discoveries. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. The high Republic, I'm, I'm so far behind on, on books in general, but I'll take your time. I know that's what everyone says too. I'm like, I'll get through them. It's like, they're just staring at me. You know, that's just, they're, they're literally staring at me right now, but it is, uh, it is so good. And like, it is so new that you kind of have to like really digest it. So I know I'm going to have to read it twice. Cause I've like, yeah. I started like taking a little bit of notes just to like get all the characters and all the like new worlds and stuff straight. But it's, it's I'm um, super into it right now. And it definitely takes the, like your time to do it. I think that's exactly why I'm like, I need to read this again. I got so excited and went through it and it was like, ah, but there's like, <laughs> I, I, I need to go back. I need to go back and really like get the, the nuance of everyone and yeah and they're, it, they really do hit you with so many new characters it's like whoa okay yeah uh, but it, it's really good i really enjoy the writing and i'm excited about yeah, the other literature as well um picking up some more of the other comics and things that are, are released as well so yeah next question is do you have a favorite star wars headcanon i Anything around R2 is yeah. like my favorite yeah. because he's just throughout, like from start to finish. It's just R2. If you look at what, everything he's done and been around and touched and his connection with Anakin directly and Luke. And it, you know, it, it's just like anything R2. I, I don't have a favorite one off the top, but yep. the ones about R2, the ones that, you know, they, they warm my heart the most. <laughs> Definitely. One that uh, we, I, I did a episode on head cannons with uh, my friend Kara last year. And one of my favorite head cannons that came out of that was an R2 head cannon. And it was from one of my friends because we didn't think about it, but we were talking about Boba Fett and how he kind of goes down pretty easily in Return of the Jedi. And, mm-hmm. and Kara's head cannon was that he was hung over from the night before. And then my friend had thrown out the head cannon that R2 was actually serving him drinks on Jabba's ship because J- because R2 was yeah, doing drinks. He was, so he yes. was he was kind of spiking his drinks a little bit to get Boba Fett, you know, feeling a little little bit tipsy so he could go down easily. So that's that's one of my favorite R2 ones now. That that's a great one. That's a great like when yeah, when you start to deep dive about it, it's like yeah. he's always got something like you may not be the front runner line, but he's there. I think what I remember I like the most is like Vader ever really figuring out that R2 had the plans and ever connecting that that was R2 who had the plans, knowing the capabilities of R2. Right. Any side of light from Anakin to say, oh, my droid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, there's no way I'm forgetting this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your boy yeah. is <laughs> he's stealth mode. Like, he, you know what he could do. Yep. Respect his gangster. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. He knew. That's good. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, so when did you, so you've been a Star Wars fan for a long time and we kind of talked about 
uh, your history, watching the movies, kind of growing up with it. When did you join the online fandom? I probably got really in depth the online fandom. I guess when I was getting ready to go to Batu, it's doing just a lot of research and just find a way to like maximize the experience and planning for it. That's where I've I've found uh, Ash and Brian for Always Believe because uh, I was I'm one of those people and I go I like to like be engulfed so I was like I need to put some I want to wear some clothes or something yeah <laughs> so I uh, was you know Google and YouTube comes up and bounding and I'm oh what's this and, I, and I'm watching them and I was like oh this is cool they're they're great and then uh, fell into you know the stream of other people and you know, ordinary adventures I got hooked on them and then Rex and so it was just like I got introduced to Batu and, and researching and then, you know, say, Oh, they're podcasts. Oh, they're more channels. Oh, they're on Instagram. Yeah. Um, it's like, well, let's, let's get in here. <laughs> let's see what's going on. And so I just started following accounts and, you know, following meme accounts and things. I, I'm, I'm very much an Instagrammer. Um, not much on Facebook and Twitter. And I am, trying my darndest to figure out TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking baby steps, but Instagram, I've got, got my handles on pretty good. So, um, but yeah, that's where I kind of really started. So really kind of a little over a year, uh, as far as being more in tune with celebrating Star Wars on the internet and the fandom in that sense, um, wanting to bring light to it. <laughs> uh, I may have not been like, deep dive in years before, but I always hear things and situations. Uh, my friends, close friends are on Reddit and they, you know, they're more in, in tune than I was. Uh, so they would always like, let me know what, you know, what's going on, this, that, and the other. But uh, as far as my personal, like getting in and being more active, uh, probably a little over a year. Yeah. It's amazing how once you find it, it's, it, because I've only been in the online fandom for a few years and mm-hmm. it, it is, I was like, wait, there's, there's podcasts about star Wars. You know, like <laughs> I didn't even listen to any podcast. And, yeah. and then it's like, Oh, there's like, I knew there was like YouTube channels and stuff, but I didn't really get into that. Right. You know, right away. Um, I just always read like certain articles and stuff, but then you like see there's so many different like sides of fandom, so many like cool creators and things like that. And yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm glad I found it. And I've been more, on Instagram as well too, over the last year, I've, yeah. I think I've found a, a pretty good home on Instagram. So yeah, it's cool. Cause I mean, you find like your good, like tribe of people and you know, it, and that grows from like finding things they post and you grow it that way, but you have that, like, it's like, this is a good comfort of community yeah. where the vibe is like, okay, yeah, this is, this is good. Let's keep this going. Yeah. Let's grow this. <laughs> um, yeah, and same like podcasts. I um, listen to a lot now. It's grown, including yours. So it's been pretty cool, beyond. Uh, uh, binge mode. Uh, the Ringer has a, a series called Binge Mode, and I listen to them from Game of Thrones. Uh, and then when that ended, they announced that they were going to do a Star Wars deep dive, and and they do such a great job of just like breaking things down, and uh, they do canon and not canon things and pull things out. So they did a great job. So that really got me into it. And then of course the recommendations hit and I started finding other people. Um, 
So yeah, the podcast scene is great. And it, I, podcasts just in general now taking over the world for sure definitely and your page on instagram bound to be epic so let's let's talk about your shop because your creations are just so cool they're they're really they're unlike anything else that i have found and just the way that you come up with your designs and how you kind of mix certain things and and just how you do it is is just really cool just really impressive so when did you start bound to be epic by Verations, and how has it kind of evolved? Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. First of all, that, that always means a lot. The creatives are, we're sensitive, but (laughs) (laughs) that really, it all like any, just thank you. That that always means a lot. Um, So bound to be epic started as bound for Batu, same sort of thing. Came back from Batu, I customized my droids, not just building them. I wanted to paint them. And again, I'm from Atlanta, so my vision was to have a droid for each of my sports teams. Yeah. <laughs> so I started with the two teams that have championships, which is the Braves and uh, our uh, soccer club, Atlanta United. So I have Bravo and Vamos. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with them? And so I said, well, let's start at Instagram, post pictures. You know, it was it just started off as a, a fun way to kind of jump into the community, um, looking at, you know, the Droid Builders Club and other things and co- just connecting from there. So it started off from there. And I remember, uh, I think it was Ash and Brian or, or someone posted, like, show us and make sure, you know, you're wearing your mask or whatever, some, something along those lines. And I had my bandana I made for my bound to Batu. Uh, and I put it on, I took a pic and a couple of people were like, yo, that's dope, but I'd love one of those. I was like, oh, yeah. And so talking with friends who I went, because I made it for myself, but it was gifts for my friends for our birthdays as well. And I remember when we were in Batu, how many of the cast members and other travelers were like, they would stop and say, oh, it's so cool. I had a, my jacket I made too, but the bandana was one. Like People were just really intrigued by it. And I was like, well, I had such a good experience with this. Let's, let's see what I could do. So I just, you know, designed, took the design I made and made another version of it and uh, printed a few and sent them out to friends. And uh, the reception was just really cool. So I was like, well, it's Let's keep it going. So I designed a few. So I just started with these bandanas and I make them with like um, uh, all of like colors, 20 something, six colors now. But uh, I use reflective like 3M material. So the light catches it. It feels very off world, if you will, um, when you see it. So Bound for Batu was kind of the idea and still was with the optimism of that. Oh, you know, yeah, we'll be back by December. People, you know, we still can get to Batu. Um, but the idea was more about the immersion of you being a part of Star Wars and taking that idea of you being a part of the story. Um, and as it kept going and I kept thinking about it, it was like, it was such an epic thing. I said, well, Everything's epic. Our stories are epic. Uh, you know, we're all on a path to be epic in our own way, whatever we're doing. So I was like, well, if I'm not bound to buy two, I'm bound to be epic. So it just in conversation with friends and something just hit, it just kind of stuck. And I was like, huh. And so this is like probably fall of, of last year. Um, was having tough times uh, just 
the world. <laughs> yeah, understandable. Work. Yeah. <laughs> and so just sitting and marinating, just sat on my heart for a bit and uh, had a good discussion with my, my parents. And they were like, yeah, you should. That's that sounds good. And they were like, yeah, it just feels right. Friends, they said, yeah, that feels right. So by my birthday early this year in January, I was like, I'm going to read brand from Bound for Batu to Bound to be Epic, still keeping the idea of what Bound means that you're destined, you're tied to be, you know, not just to a place, but to an idea and to a feeling of being epic, that anything and everything's epic. You wake up, you're epic. It's just natural because you're up, you're here, you're epic. It's like, let's take over. And that idea you get that feeling you get from watching your favorite Star Wars movie or that Star Wars moment and what that makes you feel like uh, and holding on to that and channeling that into your everyday and what you do. So we're all bound to be epic, uh, whether that's, you know, wearing our favorite character's shirt to you got up and brush your teeth. It's an epic situation nonetheless, either way. So that that's kind of the, the vibe I, I like to put out there, all in positivity, positive, you know, notions. Yeah, so that that's bound to be epic. You definitely, you're definitely epic, and your page is definitely epic. And I love seeing Thank this stuff and, and hearing you talk about it is just is just so cool. I, um, yeah, definitely inspiring and just really cool to hear you hear you talk about your passion because it, it, it comes yeah. across um already on your page but yeah listening listening to you too it it definitely definitely uh hits <laughs> that yeah and that's it's always what i'm trying to convey and like post or share and and you know build up everyone everyone's on a path to do whether you're you know starting small and you just it's a painting, it's a drawing, it's a meme, it's a podcast, it's whatever you're like tied to, you know, just let's celebrate and share that with others. And, you know, that connectivity, creating positive energy. I would say, I guess I was timid to come into the, the, the internet space for it because of all the negativity, but Mm -hmm. it was like, the negativity is just loud. Yeah, It's not outweighing the people who love it. There are more people who love it than the people who hate it. They're just louder. How about we be just as loud with the things we love? Is And, and it comes that same idea. It's balance to the force. There's always going to be negativity, but there's always positivity there to meet it. But we have to, to, to encourage and push and be a voice and put that out there. And it'll grow. It'll grow. Um it, it'll grow. I'm truly believer of that. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's the idea. And I feel like if we share that people latch on, and I think that's where the, the community that we found and people who listen, hopefully they find too, that the positive things just feel so much better <laughs> yeah. uh, than, 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 than the things that torment you. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's a that's a such a great message, and it's always something to always bring yourself back to when you when you do see the negativity and stuff. So yeah, yeah, appreciate appreciate seeing your stuff every day and um and pushing that positivity for sure. So you create, like I said, so many cool things, um, so many great designs. Uh, what does the process look like to design some of your pieces? So a lot of them are bandanas, t-shirts, you have ornaments, you have stickers, all sorts of things. Uh, what does that, what does that process normally look like? 
it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it it just hits. I, I am in this, I guess, in my creative life, definitely in the zone where I, I want things to feel right. Uh, you know, I'm, I want it to feel genuine. Uh, 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 yeah, I don't want to create it just because, oh, it's, no, I, want, I, I enjoy it. I'm going to create it or it feels right to create it because I have ideas all the time. And I, you know, put little notes and sketches, my places are filled with paper and things just like, oh, so the bandanas was definitely an idea of an accessory that's just universal. And in my personal life, it wasn't until I started making them for others that I realized how much I personally love bandanas. I looked at my personal page the other day, I was going back to something and I had a bandana one back in 2014. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize it. And I started looking, I, you, you like bandanas? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I said, well, let's share this light. Let's, let's find what we can do. And it's such it's just a versatile piece of fabric. But once you apply designs and, and um, one of the things I love in the things I create for others is the experience too. So it's not just that the design is one part of it. It'll look cool, but when you have it and interact with it, it does something else that comes with the, the reflective material, holographic material, uh, glitter, <laughs> you know, glow in the dark. So it's, it's the design itself, but then it can take on another, another personality when you wear it or in your certain space and uh, it just enhances the, the nature of it. So it becomes a bit more epic, if you will. <laughs> um, so the bandanas was just kind of the start to get it out. And again, it's the personalization piece, knowing that I make each one of these to the person who orders it. If you, if you put your name or it's a gift for someone, there's a, personable piece to it. I think that's so important. Um, uh, not that like, I'm, I like to get things that are off the shelf as well, but sometimes you want to, again, immerse yourself into it. So actually having your name in Arabesh is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and your own saying or motto. And, and then you're, you're not just have it, you can wear it, you could tie it around your neck, uh, extra protection, headband, you know, bag tie, you know, it's just the bandana is so versatile and it's like this perfect square canvas of creativity that you could then interact with. Uh, so that's, that's kind of how that started. Um, and then I was just designing, uh, I love typography from a design aspect. So it's one thing I, I wasn't seeing out in as far as representation for other characters was a lot of type treatments and I just loved it. So I started playing around with that and the Ahsoka piece uh, with the fulcrum mark and her uh, intertwined with it. That was kind of the first one I did. It just felt right when it happened. I was like, Hmm, that's, that's pretty cool. Let's just share it. Uh, sharing's the big piece there. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of designs I haven't shared. And uh, this too is that experiment about to be epic is to share more of what I create. Cause I'm never not creating, but the sharing piece is always a hurdle that I felt, you know, uh, yeah, somebody else is doing it. Well, not, you know, so I'm, I'm getting over that. I'm over, not even get I'm over it. <laughs> I'm sharing it. You got to put it out in the world, see what happens. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, so I just got 
into that. And as I shared it, the feedback from people who were really excited and resonated with it. Um, they said they wanted to wear it. They wanted to like, is this on a shirt? What are you going to do with it? I said, well, I guess I can put it on a shirt. Let's try. Um, and so I, I did some research to figure out how to, to do that. And it's going good. Yeah. <laughs> it's going really good. So um, from, you know, just taking that design and I like to make things. Uh, so I make everything by hand. And I guess it's always been my creative life from like a sketch to, well, let's, what else we can do after we sketch it? Let's color it. Oh, well, what kind of, you know, textures can we use? What kind of colorways can we use? Uh, and making it. And then that personable, personable piece to where people can uh, own it for themselves. Definitely one of a kind. It may look similar to someone else's, but this is all yours in that, fax, uh, that fashion. So that's part of the process. It's like I said, uh, some things come quickly some come over time uh, I, one of the designs i love and people have been really excited about was the darth maul design i did and i did that in an hour wow. i started with an idea to go one way with it and i think got up got some water came back and i looked at it again and it just clicked uh and uh, it just happened. And I was like, oh, that <laughs> feels right. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't need to mess with this anymore. That that just feels right. And I couldn't even wait to like try to pace myself and dress it. No, nope, I'm going to put it out there now to <laughs> see how people receive it. So, um, but there are other things that I plan and, and I've been planning on. And sometimes those plans just turn into multiple ideas the longer I sit with some things. Yeah, so it it's it is like I said, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. It just kind of comes. But I I like I feel like I'm freer in that process when creating, and um, yeah, that that's that's right. Because even characters that I have on deck, I've been working on for a while, but it's just not right yet. And, and I and I love the characters and the stories too much to to put it out. Even I did like a, the Finn 218, FN 2187. Yeah. I did a version with everything else and it, it hit. But then as I looked at more, I was like, oh, I, I got to work on it. So I stayed up and worked on it. I said, this feels better. <laughs> this feels right. So uh, some of them, that's where I'm like learning to pace it and maybe sleep on some things a little longer so that when I do release it, it's the best. It's, possible design that I could come out for them. And if there's another one that comes, then that'll come out too. But I, I, I never want to rush it just to, to rush it. So that's my hectic, crazy process. <laughs> it's all over the place. <laughs> for sure. That's understandable though. It's a, it's a lot of, a lot of moving parts and um, yeah. a lot of creativity that, that definitely goes into it. Uh, what is your, what's your favorite Star Wars item that you've created? Ooh, I have to say it's that it's that Ahsoka. Actually, it's all the Ahsoka pieces. Yeah, bias. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the name way just feels right, and I've been playing with different things. Right now, I use like a white reflective for the fulcrum marks, so it's like you hit the light certain way, it kind of shines and shimmers, and then the text is just plain. But I have a version to where 
her name glows in orange. And then I have a version if where I'm playing with where it's on burgundy, if it's in her snips kind of colorway, the fulcrum, it looks white, but at night it glows green like her sabers. And I have another one where it's on the Navy season seven. I call it the siege because it's just yeah. badass. Yeah. <laughs> the same sort of thing. It looks white most of the part, uh, but at night it glows blue for the sabers. Uh, and then the white reflective is like kind of the constant because that's where she, you know, kind of finishes in her story. So that's always like the default, but I'm playing with, like doing that glow feature because I think it's I'm wearing I know video playing but I I'm wearing the uh, green glow now and it, it's so cool when it, like during the day it's been charged up in light it just looks like the regular shirt but then at night it just that green comes through and it it's just that extra experience so I'm working to figure out how to do that and reintroduce it so people can have that experience with it too um, and then her Leku headdress name set that one that's definitely my favorite as um again one of those things where i just kept looking at her <laughs> and it was like you know the symmetry with the a's dave filoni's a freaking genius yeah yeah <laughs> yep her you know just everything about her the symmetry with the full chrome everything was just hitting but then her leku and the uh padawan set the siege her her the uh, headset that they did for uh, Mandalorian, it just was like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> so playing with typography and that came about and I said, that just feels right. And now because her, her arc and just her path is so, so vast, um, it, you have those different sets where you can have a snips, you can have, you know, the siege, you can have the Jedi versions of her, and it all makes sense across each one. So that that one, those those are my favorites by far. And I'm saying that only because those are the ones I've made myself versions of. <laughs> so I have I wear them more often. But um, usually, yeah, I'm, I usually am my test dummy on on things. Yeah. So I, I have one of each. But <laughs> usually, it's just to make sure one, it makes sense. It came out right. I can do this in and share it with others. And they're not like, this is crap. Um, so, uh, but Ahsoka's, those are, those definitely my favorites to wear. I think those, those looks are probably my favorite too, that you've done. Cause it does, it just lines up so good. And it just looks, I mean, it just, it really, really came together so well, or I'm just like mind blown basically when I see those. So yeah, I think those are at the top, but another, another one that I really like, and it's another one of those that, you know, some of the characters don't get as much love is your Vi Marathi. Oh yeah. It's just, just so good. I'm, I'm, uh, I really need to snag one of those because yeah, I, I love Vi and being in Batu and like we ran into her a couple times and she was so cool with my daughter. She was like telling her, you know, like if you see the stormtroopers, like don't let them know you saw me. And my daughter was like, okay, you know, like she was super into it and it was just just so good yeah i appreciate that i yeah i felt the same um and it read a, read the black spire outpost book before going and i remember i got to meet her we had just made my lightsaber uh and we were like doing photo shoots waving it around and where we kind of set up was i think where one of the entrances was or where the cast members go in and out mm -hmm. and we could see her kind of moving quickly that way. And we screamed out magpie because that's, yeah. you know, 
Meg gave her that nickname. So we were like, Magpie. And she stopped and let alone it wasn't just her, it was Chewy. And we, yeah, I got an epic picture. Yeah. But same. And, and in that vein, celebrating characters that aren't always the mainstay. That's a, another big initiative I have. Uh, just for representation. So I have a list. I, I think I did a Q&A or a, just a feed drop from uh, the community and some followers. It's just like, who needs more love? And, you know, I got a long list. And there's some that I'm really excited about. There's some I need to sit on some more. But Vi's, like, that one, it, like, again, it felt right. I was like, yes, you know, Vi needs love. Every, you know, a lot of characters that we connect with that, you know, they don't have shirts. They don't have all the, you know, top line things. But, you know, that's where these uh, small shops and we can make that, you know. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Disney's not knocking at my door yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's go. So um, I appreciate that and definitely have to um, do more more characters like like Vi. But yeah, yeah, Vi's, that's one of our, my faves too, for sure. No, I love Vi. And today you had a very big drop and this was a new, um, it was the Bad Batch and you had designs for each of the Bad Batch and they were also good. And you had, you know, the different uh, sayings with them and everything. First off, Bad Batch, so excited for that. I'm so excited you put those out. Those are so cool. But second, how do you come up with at what you're going to do next. Does it just come to you? You know, obviously Bad Batch is coming up, so I was probably on the mind, but but how do you, what do you look for for inspiration on, on what to do next? So um, I'll start with Bad Batch and I'll kind of lead into answering the question, hopefully. <laughs> well, um, Bad Batch was one of those things, the same, like watching season seven over and over and over again. <laughs> for all the goods, you know, they come out hitting so hard. It's just like, uh Loved it. So I had um, a while back started playing again with the typography and playing with Arabesh. And then there's a, a galactic type font and they, they just had similar characteristics and the idea of the bad batch that, you know, racing differences and they're not, they didn't come out perfect or as to plan, but how they came out so much better because they're so unique. And that idea just resonated with like, everything like life everyone's unique so we're all the bad batch um so playing with the font and kind of intertwining it so you have this like arabesh which is galactic font and then you have an english version and i kind of combined it and it just felt unique to the essence of what the bad batch came with this you know the 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 project that is not quite right but feels right that is right and you know and so um I, it started there with that idea and I came out with a version of uh, the Bad Batch in that, I'll call it the Batch font. Uh, and then as I looked and kept watching and sat with it more, I said, well, let's let's, let's start playing with some of their other characteristics or uh, some of the other essences of them. So a Bad Batch was something that I had been planning for about four months to come up with. So the designs and everything that dropped today is the culmination of like four months of just coming back to the design and playing with it. So eventually I did another version of the font, which I call batch bold, which I actually take the star Wars type uh, font face. And then another version of Arabesh. It's a bit bolder in presence and uh, fuse those together. So we have these two fonts that you can use. 
Um, and then as I watched, you know, they have certain things they say or certain actions that just drew some quotes. Um, and I love when they say, you know, they're, we're regs. We're not working with regs. Yeah. And that just, it just, it just cracks so up. Um, but and then it came to that idea of like, oh, well, we're far, you know, they're not regs. They're not regular. No one's really regular when still that whole idea that you're unique. So the idea of like far from regular far from regs. So it was like, well, far from reg. We all are. So that customized piece, you get that with it. And that was, that was fun to, to do. The, probably the delay I was again, learning to pace myself. <laughs> I was really scouring to find Echo's helmet. Hopefully what I, I came up with is accurate to what the show is. I've got some stills and stuff from the, the, the episode and some things you found online from some of the actual bucket makers and, and all. Um, but I've seen so many versions. So I'm like, well, I know I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that, you know, the visor stays consistent and the stripe work on the helmet stays consistent. So I, I use those two factors as like, okay, I, I don't think they're going to change that. They may do some paint work or something that, you know, makes them more batched uh, during the, the series. But from what we know, Echo has a look that, that can already fold in. So, and then the, the, the character art for them was just so cool. Like all their, their, their buckets, all the helmets, their visors, each one is unique, which is so, you know, different from, from uh, the clones, like most of them, they have maybe the paintwork and certain things will be different. But for the most part, the structural forms are all consistent. And then the batch, you get unique each one. So it was yeah. like there's so many more little nooks and crannies to play with for our, as far as their look and design. Um, that was a lot of fun to, to pull from uh, as well. So that that was a a really fun one to do. And again, learning to pace myself with it, but it culminated into a lot of designs and treatments. So um, the launch is out now through March 21st. Uh, again, it's not a drop to where there's a limited amount. I'm, I'm doing it for the window so that people have opportunity to buy. And I'm stopping it because one, I want to make sure I can make them all, get them all to everyone who orders in plenty of time in April before May the 4th, yeah. because I do have other drops planned, not just along uh, Star Wars line, but some Marvel things as well. And in order to maintain my sanity, um, something so big and vast with options, I have to put some, some guardrails on. I do hopefully plan to, you know, reopen it, especially when the show comes back out. Um, but in this first run, I want to, you know, <laughs> make sure I can attain to, to create for everybody uh, in that space. Um, see, this is where trouble happens because I'm supposed to answer the question and I don't <laughs> think I did. <laughs> what's next? What's next? Right. There we go. So what's next is definitely um, more more Star Wars. I said when I made the transition from Bound, to ba- Bound for Batu to Bound to be Epic. Star Wars is Bay, so um, I definitely have some things coming out this month that have been posted on the gram, but haven't you know made it to the shop yet. They'll be making it with some accompanied friends, and then again, I'm, I'm 
expanding all the other fandoms I enjoy so much. So I do have some some Marvel and some other things there. Uh, that, like I said, there's so many universes and realms and worlds to explore. Um, and I have quite a list of, <laughs> of things. And um, I've been working on like scheduling and things. So there's definitely going to be more Star Wars this month of March uh, outside of Bad Batch. And there's a spring kind of thematic that's going to launch as well. That'll kind of branch across multiple universes and, and lores as well. Um, so what's next is going to be epic. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. That's uh that's cool. And it's going to be cool to see kind of dive into the other fandoms. Cause yeah, I've, I've been super into WandaVision. I'm, I've always like, I've always oh, liked yeah. the MCU, but I haven't been like super immersed, but WandaVision has got me hooked in and I'm so bummed that the last episode is already Friday, but I'm already, I'm I'm so ready for it. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited to see that. So yeah, can't wait. And great job on the bad batch drop. That stuff is just, it's just so good. I, I'm, I'm going to post all this stuff, um, all your info in the show notes. Um, I'll probably put some pictures in my stories on Instagram as well. And yeah, I can't thank you enough for your time. I really appreciate you coming on and, and, uh, sharing your story with us and sharing your creative process. And yeah, I just, I'm very excited to have learned more about you. Well, I, I'm so grateful and very much appreciative, Travis, that you asked and invited me on. I really am, am, am grateful for your time and, and wanting to know more. I, I, I talk, like I said, I'm between creating and going crazy and trying to make the cutoff to get packages in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I appreciate it very, very much. I'm so grateful to be a part of this community and, and help and, and help it grow in any way I can. So um, thank you for all that you do as well for the community and, and sharing and creating such great conversations. And I'm definitely sending you some fun stuff for you and your daughter. So we'll we'll, we'll make sure that, that that's taken care of. I appreciate that for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks again. And uh, can you tell the people where to find you? So you can find me on Instagram at bound to be epic and to be epic.com will take you directly to my Etsy site where you can see all the creations and things that are up for sale. Um, working on a website that it, so you can have a better experience coming. But for right now, those are the two places you can find me and um, the DMS are open. <laughs> perfect uh i'll post that again all in the show notes check out bound to be epic it it's epic it's all there is to it and and you won't be disappointed by by her stuff it's it's so cool and yeah vera thanks again for your time you can find the show on twitter at force time pod you can find us on instagram at force time pod you can leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts and until next time may the force be with you Yeah.